0: Hello everyone, this is Conspiracy Child, and today I'm finally back with another podcast entry. It's been a considerable amount of time. I've been pretty busy with a bunch of other things going on in my life. I got a YouTube channel going, you know, on that on the side, so that's been hard to keep up with as well. Uh, I've also got an influx of articles and general coverage coming out on emo. If you know that app, it's kind of that teen kid app. I'm hoping to reach that kind of generation on that app. Um... If you download it, I think it's available on any, platform, any type of phone, uh, Android, such, uh, et etc, etc cetera. Et cetera. Um, if you download that app, you can uh, join the community there. I'm on Conspiracy Theory Community there. I release articles uh, daily on there. We'll try to do daily. If not, it'll be weekly. Um, lately I've been covering the coronavirus on there, and, you know, you'll probably get the information out on there before it comes out on here or on my YouTube. My YouTube's another good place. Again, I keep those ones pretty updated, but I kind of forget about this podcast every so often. I definitely recommend checking out those two things. You can search it up, Conspiracy Child. Uh, another thing on Nemo, I'm on FTF, or, which FTF is for, um, Thought Faculty. It's what it stands for, kind of like a short way. If you search up both, it should work. Um... If you want to join me on there, I actually run that community, and on that one, I allow any religious discussion, pretty much anything that you find censored on any other platform. Um, I like Nemo because it uh, allows some good discussion on there. It's kind of tucked away. It's not like any other platform that's super uncensored, you know. You know how sometimes you come across your uncensored platforms, you know, and you end up going on them and they become censored or they're just, I feel like the government might be monitoring them because, you know, they're extra censored, uncensored free speech. They slap that label on there. Um, But the thing is, usually I like an email because it's kind of tucked away. I mean, if you look at it, it kind of looks like a kid's app. A lot of people don't put a lot of thought into it. Oh, it's just the kid's ab teens, et cetera, et cetera. So if people go on there, I mean, it's obviously going to get brushed away when people start to have serious discussions. So I, I kind of think of it as like a safe zone, and there's a lot of good resources on that uh, on free, uh, free thought faculty and conspiracy theory, if you just search up both of those. Um, uh, fair warning though, there are more like kids, teens on conspiracy theory one, but we got more, more adult, mature conversation going on on the one I run. But I mean, other than that, I highly recommend just checking out both of them. I try and post updates on both of them, except you definitely get way more of my material over on Free Thought Faculty. That's the one I run. And it's, uh, again, I post more of my controversial stuff on there. Again, this podcast is another good way to get your controversial stuff in because I won't, I won't get taken down necessarily here. Um, but today I'm here to discuss the coronavirus. Now, I have put up a few articles since the beginning of the outbreak, I want to say. I've had two parts of discussion on it now already. I'm planning to hopefully get the third part on this podcast. This podcast is going to be the first place to hear my, I guess, third part article on the coronavirus. Um, I'm hoping to just get a general discussion on my opinions on it as a whole. Um, I mean, it's uh, been around for a good amount of time, uh, you know, it's just been going on and on and on, and most people have talked about it, but, you know, nearly, there's, is, it's kind of this virus that comes out every so often. There's always another big virus, two, three years. I mean, we had SARS, we had Ebola, we had Zika, now we have the mad, you know, they had mad cow, now we have this. So, you know, it's not really that big of a surprise. We see it over and over, we get these huge, massive viruses that come in and come out, and they just happen. You know, I would like to say that, um, before, another thing that was similar to this recently, um, I'm not sure if anybody heard of this, but there was the bubonic plague that came out in China a little while ago, and everyone kind of flipped out about that because they thought the black plague was coming back or was going to wipe people out. You can search it up. There's probably still some articles on it. Some hunter ate some wild rabbit, you know, and people flipped out about that. And it got rid of it, spread, but, you know, kind of, There's usually two to three cases, you know, so it was kind of like this panic that wasn't needed at all. And um, in my opinion, it was just a grand waste of time and panic. And, you know, it really affected everyone, even though it was a two to three case in uh, China. And um, I just wanted to compare that to the coronavirus because, I mean, they're both, again, the coronavirus kind of got out of hand. Grew, but I mean, recently we had some panic stuff with the bubonic plague coming off. I mean, then again, we even have the we even had the nuclear missile threat going off, and um, had the nuclear missile threat going off with recently, you know, uh, and I'm sure if anyone remembers this, it was the one in Hawaii where there was a false alarm with the nuclear missiles. Like more fear propaganda, we see a whole lot. You know, the North Korea wars, the Third World War, again, that was, again, a total waste of time and just panic. We saw a lot of memes coming out about that one as well. I mean, it's just this cycle of lies and confusion that runs and runs our world. You know, that it's panic, fear, and control, and we see it over and over and over again. And, you know, as I suggested memes earlier, We, we people often use humor to kind of deflect and defend against it, keep their mindset right. But what I mean, the coronavirus is not the only disease to arise from China. We've seen lots of diseases arise from China. And, I mean, as it could easily be a tie to population control. I mean, think about how many people there are in China. Not to mention that it's a communist country as well. So, we're obviously, you know, going to have experienced some ties with that. I'll get into that deeper in a minute here. I'm kind of just cramming in three articles into one right now. So, this sounds a bit ramly, a bit skippy around. Now you know why. Um, again, if you want to go check me out on those, any of those other platforms, it's a bit more well-constructed. I like to look at my podcast, just kind of my thoughts that you you can listen to, and I just kind of put them out there, even if I'm screaming into the void. I feel like it's um it's a good way to just connect with you guys and talk about things. Obviously, we're seeing this pattern of diseases and outbreaks and disasters coming out and just causing panic overall. I mean... 11 days ago or so, that was like the first article I read, 11 days or so ago, I I wrote this second one here. Um, I would like to just cover Event 201 briefly real quick. If you don't know what Event 201 is, I highly recommend going into your Google, just searching it up right now. Event 201 was a pandemic exercise under the influence of John Hopkins Center for Health Security and the World Economic Forum and the Bill and Melinda Gates Family Foundation. I mean, come on, this is some serious influence right here, and this was back in October so around October or December you get the time frame here and I'm just saying this was an event exercise now if you search it up and their website will come up and there if you search it up on YouTube I actually have a video up on my YouTube channel that kinda puts the whole event together does some brief analysis there um, You get more a little bit more material on there if you search up my YouTube channel recommend just hitting the bell icon on that not asking you to subscribe or anything but just just keep it out as a resource you know, I always hate those YouTubers that say subscribe now. I'm like, it just, just, I still watch your channel. I don't need to shove it down my throat. Um, but this event 201 pandemic was a, like a practice exercise. And again, it's reoccurring and, and carried in October. So I was just, it was just, you know, that's some predictive programming right there. But it basically meant to s- simulate uh, a worldwide pandemic. And, you know, ironically the The disease, the disease they chose, no planning whatsoever. They chose t- to select the coronavirus as a disease, and they planned out. and It's interesting how how many things stood out to me. You know, from the hidden, there was a lot of hidden symbolism. So I recommend watching over it, doing a little bit of hidden symbolism digging yourself. But um, to the intense and frightening plans, there's a lot that stood out, and um, I could really spend a few days analyzing it which i might do when this whole coronavirus falls over i might go back to event 201 and do a little bit more digging around on the symbolism there but within the videos of the event they, they discuss conspiracy theorists you know labeled them as loons crazies and they took the foothold of uh, misinformation instead of free speech and critical thinking You know, they said the consequences of preventing misinformation would range drastically from the shutdown of the internet in its entirety, jailing, arresting, and general censoring of the people. You know, to me, these are frightening thoughts that occur to many. Kids are already being taught what is fake and real news in schools and often these systems fail to detect fake news unless it's bluntly stated or labeled as a conspiracy theory. Now, conspiracy theory is becoming another buzzword for crazy. Again, this does not help the case of our free speech and general critical thinking. But another thing that stood out to me from the exercise would be the death toll. Keep in mind this simulation only lasted a few months, and within that time frame, their simulation gathered the whopping death toll of 65 million. This information can be looked at in many different ways. For example, if you believe Event 201 to be merely a scare tactic or their end goal, no one can confirm the end of the total deaths of the actual coronavirus, for it is all in the hands of reality now. We can, however, speculate the look and look back to the past history for guidance. Again, I highly recommend looking to the event rail and reviewing it over and over. I'm just haunting for the symbolism, and you'll see what I mean about the they what virus they picked and the major death toll in the end and again there's some really frightening stuff with misinformation in there and it's generally horrifying to look back upon now in the past we've seen a few other diseases like this you know these all these when we look back at them they focus on the deadly consequences rather than how we overcame the event The events of the past always follow the same order problem, react, solution. These disasters only exist for control over our rights. The more we are panicked, the easier it is for the masses to run away from the, run, run to the government as a hero, only furthering any need for martial law. Now, recently, they declared a national emergency, which enables them to use martial law as they need to. I'm not saying go get your guns and go start building up walls around your house, but I'm just saying now, this is the first time in history national law has been declared in our country, you know, national emergency. And over 250 years, this is the, one of the first times, so this is a big deal. So, I'm saying what I recommend doing is keeping your friends and your family close in this time and definitely making sure you've got enough supplies. I'm not saying go down to the Walmart and buy them out of toilet paper because that's what all the millennials are doing that are fear panicking. What I'm saying is make sure that you aren't going outside wasting all your money on toilet paper. Maybe you should start investing in med kits, your pills from your CVS. Nobody thinks about this kinds of stuff during this emergency. They're too busy buying up toilet paper, bread, and milk. You don't have to worry about that right now. Your restaurants are going to stay open. You really think McDonald's is going to close? McDonald's never closes. I mean, no one wants to eat that crap, but it's going to be open. And if you need a last food resort, hell, go to McDonald's. But in the meantime, what you guys should really be worrying about is going to your CVS, your Walgreens, and stealing all the goddamn cough meds they have. Because this is like a flu, you know? Think about it when your family member has a flu. They stay in bed all day, and they just relax. You give them a wet cloth, and you make sure they got cough medicine, flu medicine, you know? So go to your Walgreens, and you just buy them out of over-the-counter stuff. Don't waste your time buying toilet paper, milk, and bread. Again, McDonald's, it's your last food source, heck. I mean, if you really need to, if you're really, really dying with everything, I mean, it's, if, you, if you run out of toilet paper, my lord, you know what you can do? Paper towels. My lord, you know what you can do? You can take a friggin' wet towel if you need to. Christ almighty. I mean, you know how many people survived without toilet paper back in the day? I don't think it's a crucial element to need these days either. Now, here's the other thing. With hand sanitizer, I mean, you can make a lot of stuff yourself. Christ, if you've got an aloe plant, alcohol, general alcohol, I mean, everyone has rubbing alcohol, right? Somewhere in their house, in a med kit or something, it's in there, it's in your closet, you just haven't been paying any attention to it. Go ahead, take it out and just wipe it down. Wipe your counters with it and paper towels. You know, if you're really struggling to where to find toilet paper, my lord, go to your Home Depot. Go to a gas station. You know, these are places normal people really, millennials don't really think to shop at. If anything, they're too busy raiding the Trader Joe's looking for toilet paper. If anything, you better just head to your Home Depot. Home Depot. Yeah, I said it. They have a small little toilet paper section there that you can can raid for yourself because no millennials actually think to go into the hardware stores that sell everything from heck to heck because they want to make an extra buck. If anything, during this time when everyone's flipping out about the virus, I would recommend taking advantage of the low prices in the movie theaters. I mean, if everyone's in quote-unquote quarantine and isn't stuck in there, you know, if everyone's panicking at home, I'm going to go see a movie. You know, I'm gonna go see a movie if they, because they're only allowing 25 people at once, and the uh, prices are really cheap. You know, and if there's no one in there, I mean, what's the chance of getting sick? You know, it's kind of been blown out of proportion those numbers. And I'll, I'll get back to the, my articles in a minute and my my statistics, but I'm just wanting to give a little brief thought here on everything. I mean, if you're if everyone's in quarantine, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a trip. You know, I'm gonna head up to the. Las Vegas I mean come on <laughs> I'm ahead I'm a places if everyone's in quarantine I'm just saying the flight prices are cheap right now so why not take advantage of it but if anything at this rate <laughs> with the screenings at airports I mean it's getting out of control look back to the screening at airports they used to just do international screenings but now I guess they're doing domestic ones in the US at least if you're not from the US and you're listening to this I mean here's what's happening in the US Um. In the U.S., we're looking at general screenings of people coming in domestic or international, and they're getting screened either way for the quote-unquote coronavirus. Uh, Their tests obviously don't work. Their tests will rate you positive, rate you negative, negative. their tests don't work. They'll rate you positive for everything. If you got the flu, oh, you got the coronavirus. Oh, you got the, you know, it's allergy season two, you're sneezing, you got the coronavirus. You're coughing, you cough up mucus because you got really bad allergies. You got the coronavirus. I mean, I'm even experiencing the allergies. I just, I, I, I'm blowing my nose like crazy because of the pollen outside. And my voice is kind of gone because of the mucus that I'm fled with right now. But I'm, I'm I'm trying my best right now. I'm trying my best. But we've seen many diseases, epidemics, pandemics rise and fall within the years. Now become enough but bl- blurry memories to adults. And for the younger generation, these diseases of the past go virtually unnoticed in the well of their social lives. Ebola, SARS, Zika, and the swine flu, and mad cow disease. Event 20- 201 focused on the connection of how SARS was similar to the coronavirus, both in origin and in characteristics, only raising rais- actions further. These diseases have all come and gone through the years, all mo- making their momentary debut. Something that may many know would be many of these modern killers actually came from old myths of the world's most infamous diseases. For example, swine flu coming from the Spanish flu and Zika coming from the yellow fever are modern diseases are claimed to occur naturally or mutate, but my opinion is highly suspicious that our modern killers can be traced back to the ones from olden days. You have to wonder if they were specially selected or not. However, although these illnesses are shown as mass killers and stealers of life, that is not always the case. In my personal experience, I tackled the swine flu in my youth, and my younger cousin, who was staying with us at the time, 5 years old, contracted the sickness, which in turn spread to me. However, I would like to say that my younger cousin experienced tremendous difficulties as a child due to his premature birth, as well as generally being underweight and considered weak for his age, and with little medical care other than the few initial procedures, he was able to overcome this quote-unquote killer. Some may judge that as a miracle, but in the face of science, the swine flu was not as deadly as it appeared, only killing 12,469 people in the US alone. But the panic surrounding the virus only fueled the government's control and influence over us. The same goes for the current coronavirus. Statistics show that only those with extremely weak immune systems, previous condition, or older age are truly susceptible to the virus. If anything, the flu has killed more than the coronavirus as of late, due to the exact same conditions that the coronavirus would kill. I mean, even the nursing home in Washington, kind of like the epicenter, they thought they were experiencing an influenza outbreak instead of a coronavirus outbreak, and you could search that up. I don't know. Let me see what that article is, actually. I think I have that one open. If you go, it's on... I think that one's on, um, it's the Washington Post. If you search it up, Washington Post, they discuss that. So I highly recommend checking that out if you can. The only few deaths that stand out are the deaths are doctors and young journalists that tried to warn and spread the news of the virus outside of China. However, they were all quickly silenced before exposing China's real condition. These brave outsiders were only trying to bring clarity to the regime, but unfortunately, they were not able to do so. You can find loads of videos on them on YouTube, other websites, etc. highly recommend just searching up Chinese doctor Silence. I know there's one really famous one. I can't recall his name right now. There's a few journalists that are really famous as well. And again, who could blame China for not being 100% open? If the news of a disease would spread, it would look extremely bad for them, but we will break into the communistic ties of our own political regime soon enough, not to mention the trade deals they have going on and the connections with that. Don't worry, I'm going to get into that in a minute. The predictive programming, we've seen many examples of the predictive programming in today, in today's world, but, you know, two, two, uh, two materials of predictive programming that I've seen would be the Eyes of Darkness book. If you haven't heard of that one, I highly recommend searching that one up. Again, many people say that's the one that's tied to the coronavirus the most. As that one clearly states, it was a virus that was created in China, in Wuhan, which is the outbreak center of the coronavirus. Um, It was called Wuhan 400. And, you know the initial outbreak city was named after that but then later copies of the book it was changed to gorky 400 so that's what the main name the mainstream lamestream media <laughs> lamestream media is saying about it it's saying that um it's totally brushing off this predictive programming um predictive programming material you know of the eyes of darkness written by Dean Koontz it's totally brushing that off by blaming it on the name change and saying well it wasn't predicted because in in the book had numerous name changed but the name changed at later date at a later date the initial copies were Wu-Hang 400 and they changed to gorky in the later publishes i mean come on this name this name date is really actually really you know this name change is kind of concerning don't you say and then the The symptoms of this Fuhang four hundred virus included a one hundred percent fatality rate. You know, don't worry. I'm gonna get into that later a bit as well. But that Snopes is one of the ones that was responsible for this fact checking with the name. So I highly recommend if you search it up, you'll see Snopes fact checked. Um, there's even if you search up Dean Koontz, The Eyes of Darkness, predicting the coronavirus. I mean, you're probably seen this on your Facebook page or many other places like that. There's the book, underlined some lines. You'll probably see it if you search it up. You know, if you really want to see what Snopes is doing about it, you can search up. Was the coronavirus predicted by the eyes of darkness? Snopes will come up, you know. Um, another good example of predictive programming, what I, what I have to say was uh, V for Vendetta. If you want to check that out, I know there's this one. One scene in the beginning where he kind of explains the whole political regime and the sickness that is overcoming everyone, I want to highly recommend, you know, watching that scene, comparing it to the parallels of our reality today. There's obviously a lot of ties there. You know, uh, obviously in the V for Vendetta, it stresses this panic and disease fight with our politics control. You know, we saw Bloomberg make a few ads about the coronavirus before he dropped out. And, you know, in his ads, he pl- it was pretty ridiculous. He, um, he like, cosplayed the president and addressed the country about the coronavirus. We see Bernie Sanders and Bidens make their own kind of stands in the coronavirus these days, too. And they just kind of use it to fuel their, their hatred against Trump. It's this political bash going on. He'd think they would be more concerned in helping out this country in the time of crisis, quote-unquote, instead of just mudslinging at each other. But, I mean, I guess that's not the case. If you want to see that Bloomberg ad where he, you know, he's kind of cosplaying as president, you might want to search it up. I know it's on a few websites, but I know it's unlisted on YouTube, so you can't find it on YouTube anymore. But it's definitely a good laugh if you want to check that out. Definitely a good laugh. You know, there's many other things that have come on because of this virus. Um... There's a historic peace deal in Afghanistan. So in the end, this virus is kind of being used to unite the world, bring people into one, unite the world. Um, if you've watched the Democratic debate last night uh, for America, they saw Bernie and Joe Biden going on it. They often use the, they use this virus again, unite the world, unite the world. That was their thing. They kept pushing it. Um, it was this. It's this new world order idea. New world order. Unite the world. Get the countries together. We're all equal. So we see this whole historic peace deal, quote unquote, with Afghanistan and the Taliban, allowing withdrawal of U.S. troops. This was a little while ago. We see that, and we see more. Unite. 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 Build the world together. Unite. Unite. Um, another thing we see was the stocks a couple of weeks ago, they took a major downfall and then Trump's like, "Ah, eh, don't worry about it. The stocks will take care of themselves. Then we see a major uprise and then again, we see a major downfall. It's just up, down, up, down, up, down. And a lot of people think they're going to crash the dollar and they're going to do digital currency with this. And now in my, in my opinion, I just think it's pure panic. I really think it's pure panic a lot of people thinking oh they're gonna crash the dollar oh this is the apocalypse i mean the conspiracy people aren't even looking into the facts these days i'm gonna tell you that um but most of the conspiracy people out there in the truth tele- truth community they're saying oh it's gonna crash the dollar oh it's causing you know this is the apocalypse and i'm like no it's not the apocalypse they're not putting us into fema camps not yet i know when they're gonna and now's not not yet not yet. They're not putting us into FEMA camps yet. I'm telling you. I mean, the virus panic is increasing for a lot. It's might, and I don't know, honestly, I don't know where it's going to lead, but I wouldn't jump to the conclusion of FEMA camps yet, or I wouldn't jump to the conclusion of crashing the dollar yet either. I would um, try and stay away from those conclusions because we just can't make a valid speculation just yet. I personally, I don't think we're going anywhere near FEMA camps and I don't think we're going anywhere. I mean, I don't think we're going anywhere near crashing the dollar either because these stocks are just going up, down, up, down, up, down, and I'm thinking it's nothing but just pure old panic again. So, I mean, we see these stocks going up and down. It's really no surprise. Now, here's what I find funny. The lamestream media telling me all the different origins of the coronavirus. I've heard at least 10 that's from the start of this outbreak to where we are now i 've heard at least ten different origins for the coronavirus. People were like, "Hey, it came from a snake," and then they said, "Hey, it came from a bat," and then they said mm, it's a bat and they, you know they they edited the thing for bats, so it came from bats it's genes, all kinds of articles you can see search up the origins of the coronavirus you'll see at least twelve different news sites come up. For example, you got Healthline, right? Healthline, remember the name. Where did the coronavirus come from? Potentially a snake. A little further down, CNN: Snakes could be the original source of the new coronavirus outbreak in China. You scroll down, Health Magazine: Coronavirus and linked to bat soup. Possible origins include bats, snakes. Again, NPR: Bats in China carry 400%, uh, 400 plus coronaviruses with potential, etc., etc. You know, you know, we just see more and more and more of that. And then, you know, Business Insider, the it's more likely linked with a wet market. So again, they've got all kinds of stuff, wet markets, bats, snakes, wet markets, again, you know, we just see it over and over again and then, you know, oh, it came from a biological lab leak. Hey, that's a conspiracy theory. Don't you talk about biological lab leaks? Why are you talking about biological lab street breaks? You know, why are you you talking about it mainstream media? Why are you doing it and saying we can't talk about it? I'm just saying, they, it's this whole mix mash of origins. It's this whole double-edged sword, lack of extreme confusion, extreme kind of thing that's going on, and it's just fueling the panic and drive of this virus. Now, there's a few cases that were going on, going around. Obviously, there's way more in the U.S. There's cases pretty much all over the U.S. at this point, and um, I just like to stress how they're, their quote-unquote cases are getting out of control. I mean, um, I mean, what are we up to? We're not even up to that many deaths. We're up to, what, 36 deaths right now? Wow, what a whopping total. It sounds like the mass shooting that happened at a school last week. (laughs) Ha ha ha, very funny. Um, you know, I'm just saying it's not very that much of a depth for this pandemic outbreak that kills many. I mean, people saying it's only starting to hit the US now and Massachusetts specifically has just, you know, kind of spread the whole northeastern, I think. There's going to be one place that's going to get hit and shambled and destroyed. It's going to be the northeastern. That's what's going to be ripped apart in my opinion because they're they're banning more than 25 people mating in the Northeast, and they're banning people going to restaurants, et cetera, et cetera, movie theaters. So if there's one place that's going to get hit, I would have to say the North is going to get destroyed during this. A um, little part of New York has gone into full quarantine. Like, I know there's one county in New York that just got fenced off FEMA on the outside. So I'm thinking if there's one, if there's one place where your FEMA is going to come, if there's one place where you're, you're going to get, concern and fight for your life. I would say anybody in the northeast apart, uh, Northeast section of the U.S., Massachusetts, New York, Connecticut, if you guys want watch, to watch out for that. I'm not sure what's going on in each state. Uh, I personally live in Massachusetts, so I'll keep you guys updated on that. Um... But right now, there's just lots of school closures. I actually live out in the middle of a uh, little, little town, little town. No, you can't even find my town if you search it up. Little, 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 little town. No one talks about it. <laughs> you can't even find my town. And there's no Freemasons here, I tell you that. That's why I picked it. And now you can't even find it. That's how small what town it is. But um, we just had school close. All the schools closed here a couple couple days ago. And that's that's really, really, really late. For everything else, so I think I'm gonna be fine from your, your FEMA camps, but uh, I'll keep everything everyone else updated on everything that goes on in the state. Um, what else has been going on around here? If anything, it's just been getting more and more chaotic. People are panicking with the toilet paper, as I mentioned earlier. Um, I wouldn't necessarily worry about insane FEMA camps boxing people in just yet, though. Uh, the case is there's a few in every single state. And now I, I want to say I'm pretty sure they're gonna ban domestic travel travel soon, generally because you know it's just getting out of it's just getting out of control. They declare a national emergency, so I'm thinking a ban of domestic travel is next. Probably what's gonna happen. Um, the cases are just you know increasing more and more. Another thing I'd like to point out is that. They're really starting to slam down conspiracy theories shared on Twitter, etc., etc. So Twitter, Facebook, don't go on this platform. So they're censored their control, and you'll get kicked off of there in about two seconds flat. Um, a lot of people, the U.S. Surgeon General actually made a tweet saying people stop buying masks because, you know, medical professionals are trying to need these masks, wipes, sanitizers, etc. I, I mean, we give this stuff to our hospitals. Let's not, you know, obviously our hospitals probably need it more than we do. A lot of people are bringing up the 1918 flu pandemic that killed millions, but personally I can't connect this coronavirus outbreak at all to that. Um, If anything, I think that's about everything I've got. I might make this a two-parter episode, but we'll see where we can get from that. i got a few more things to come out, another third article, I haven't even gotten into that. My rambles took up a lot more time than I thought. Got a little bit more to cover regarding some old news and some new news. I didn't think that my rambling would take up this much time. Tried to keep it somewhat fast as I could. Uh, So I'll see you probably in the next part. Thanks for listening, everyone.